Okay. Now is the time for the leader to qualify. Okay. I'm going to read this at the beginning. For those listening to the podcast, please note that you can now attend the kitchen sink meeting via Zoom while stay-at-home order is in effect in Los Angeles. Go to oalaig.org for login information. Okay. So I've been asked that I keep my focus on my recovery and of Readers Anonymous, qualify until 9.30 a.m. Okay, and I'll be given a five-minute warning. All right. Um, hello, good morning, everyone. My name is Mickey, and I am a compulsive overeater. And I'm a really big-time compulsive overeater as well. Um, I'd like to thank Jack uh, very much for asking me uh, to do this. I'm kind of terrified, but what the hell, right? We'll give it a go. And um, it's lovely to be with you people. Uh, you know, so many of you guys have just been so wonderful to me over the years. And um, I love you guys uh, very, very much. I love Away, and I'm a very enthusiastic member. Right. Okay. So what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Well, as you, you know, for anybody that doesn't know me, um, I was not born here. I was born in the UK, in Northern Ireland. But from the get-go, um, as a young, as a little boy, um, I was, I just remember being obsessed about food. And, um, uh, you know, other little boys would be thinking about playing and all that sort of stuff. My, uh, my interests were in, quote, sweeties and bickies. Sweeties are candy and Bickies are cookies. And um, and that was it. And I just didn't seem to get the world in a, in a normal way. And when I was 11, <clears throat> my parents sent me to boarding school. And um, I basically, you know, they did this to help my education. I, on the other hand, um, thought they didn't love me. <laughs> it made no sense. Now that I think of it, it's funny now. Um, and what I learned there was um, that in life, when I am in my disease, I go straight to failure. Um, I was a complete failure in school. I would fail out of classes. I would fail out in a grand way. And I actually failed out of high school. Um, And uh, I would indulge in all kinds of behaviors. I didn't, I wouldn't study because I didn't like the teachers. Uh, it was just this crazy stuff, an obsession about food the whole time. And I was basically thrown out of school on my last day there and failing out as well. Um, I just remember being as a kid, just, you know, obsessed about kind of like the wrong things, you know. I mean, I grew up in Northern Ireland in the Troubles. And, you know, I remember being in a bus one time when I was like 15 and uh, the army came on board with board the bus with a snipper dog and uh you know like other people would say well the dog's got to check for bombs but my thing was like god i hope i hope the dog doesn't eat my mommy's bloody sandwiches i mean it makes no sense whatsoever and i was in the city of Derry one time as a young adult and um they were burning cars on the bridge uh you know and uh you know you'd think i would be upset about that you know, I did feel upset, but I couldn't care less about the cars being burnt. All I cared about was the bloody restaurant I was going to. I hope they haven't burned the bloody restaurant done. What am I going to do if there's no food? I mean, it's nuts. Uh, another example of my crazy thinking was that I had heard that the Queen of England 
had uh, afternoon tea parties. And my goal was to go to the Queen's tea party and eat all the food. I didn't care about meeting the royals. I really liked the royals, but I was just going to eat all the food. So that's the kind of crazy kind of thinking, you know, that I have going on. I came to the U.S. then uh, as, as a young man, a young man in my early 20s. And that was the best thing I've ever done in my life, I have to say. Um, I was introduced to uh, the 12 Steps in the later 80s. And, um, you know, and I went to a meeting and I met this wonderful person. And this person became my sponsor. And they started working the steps, you know. And um, But then what happened to me, like my, my history is kind of like how not to work this thing. A lot of it is that we got as far as the fourth step. I did the fourth step and, uh, you know, my feeling was this stuff is too painful. Bugger this. This is too bloody painful. I'm not doing any more of this crap. And so then I just decided my, uh, my sponsor left California. So I just decided I was going to audit the class. And this just doesn't work at all. You know, it really, really doesn't work at all. And then during that time, I get into other things. I got into the ethnic curse alcohol and, you know, every once in a while, there was a little bit of marijuana, and if I could get my hands on that too, that'd be lovely as well. And uh, finally, um, what happened was I was on a beach, and I asked God for help, and I said I would do anything, because I was thinking about suicide, and uh, that was just not a happy thing. And then outside the rooms, I met my sponsor in the AA program, and then he brought me into AA. And, um, I start, I, you know, committed myself to start in that program and he was my sponsor for over 23 years until his death. And, uh, I absolutely love that man. I think about him all the time. I talk to him sometimes and, uh, talk to him frequently actually. And, um, I just think about all the things that, you know, he taught me, um, and, but, but I still wouldn't work the food program. And it was finally, after a number of years, I was at a party and uh, I had, was binging in front of people. I'd never done that before. My normal behavior was to binge in, uh, binge in private. Um, but I was binging in front of people. I didn't, you know, couldn't stop it. And then I met my, net, my OA, first OA sponsor outside the rooms again. And I knew it wasn't an accident, and I started uh, started working with him. And then I have not left then since that point. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, that, that sponsor, it, you know, I don't think he's really working the program anymore, and I got another one, and, and I've been with that sponsor now for over 10 years. And it's been really just a very, very, uh, you know, beautiful thing. Well, you know, people might ask me, well, you know, what have you, what have you learned? You know, what are the big things that you, you love about it? Well, of course, you know, we have the 12 steps and everything like that. And that's just fabulous. Um, what I would say is that, you know, two of the things that the, you know, that this program has given me, I would say are uh, resiliency and happiness. Um, you know, and in every and all of the difficult things I've had to do in life, uh, the, or that appeared difficult at the time. There's always been, there's always been learning out of it. There's always been, you know, there's always been help out of it. So in other words, you know, when I was sent away to boarding school, I was very unhappy, but it taught me that I could emigrate. 
you know. Um, you know, failure is not necessarily a bad thing, you know. In my adult years, I took up weightlifting. And to fail out on a step is the most wonderful thing that can happen. You know, it's beautiful, you know, and it's, it's wonderful. So even failing isn't bad at all. Um, let me see. Um, so I love, you know, basically now moving forward, you know, I, I, uh, it is not perfect at all by any means. My, uh, my abstinence is, uh, my sponsor was telling me this, that it's a spiritual relationship. It's a relationship of, with me and the higher power. And I asked the higher power for that relationship. Um, and then my food plan is just one of the tools uh, that I use. And I basically just don't compulsive overeat and that's it. Um, and it's not perfect. And we just keep on going. And that's one of the things I say about resiliency. You know, we just keep on going. There's no, we don't give up. We don't stop. We don't run away. We don't fail out of the program. You know, like the things that I had done, we don't do any of that. You know, um, we just, we just kind of pick ourselves up and start again. And it's not perfect because we are not perfect. We are human beings. And, you know, with the fellas that I work with today, um, you know, a lot of times I'll be telling them, you know, to, to be merciful towards yourself, to be loving towards yourself and for, forgiving towards yourself. I mean, good Lord, I don't know about you guys, but I used to be so hard on myself all the bloody time, you know. Uh, so brutal to myself and I would say things to myself I would never say to you uh, or anyone else the other thing I, I think you know I always think uh, <clears throat> when my sponsor now uh, talked to me the current my current sponsor of many years uh, would talk to me about you know was the um, is that I enter into a relationship with a higher power of my own understanding or non-understanding or whatever or if I don't want a relationship, then I don't have to do it either. I can work it either way. But um, I enter into a kind of a contract, if you will. Um, and uh, the contract I enter is that um, I am the limited partner and God is the general partner. or The higher power is the general partner. I have 49% of the business and my job is to do the work. Um, the higher power has 51% of the business. And his job is to do all the worry. His job is to do all the worry. And so my, that is not my job. I have to stay out of the business. I just have to do the work. I was very upset when I heard this first. I didn't bloody like this at all. I thought this was crap. But the more I, the more I started, you know, going towards that, I realized that this is really wonderful. I don't have to be worried anymore. If I'm in fear or upset or angry, then you know, I'm just, I'm just getting into the higher higher powers bloody business i have to stay you know and do my own stuff you know and do the do what i can and then it's great and you know what i found out i found out that it made me a really kind of a happy person you know i became really happy um and i'd always sort of been happy but it really increased it and you know and and the other thing i want to say is that you know, it's like um, when I was in my disease, I was so shut down. I don't know if you found this. I was so shut down. Um, and that in recovery now, um, like um, I'm, I'm much more, I'm much more free. So that's why 
you know, when I hear about newcomers, you'll see me doing fist pumps and all that sort of stuff and, and uh, applause and all that sort of thing. Because I want you to feel, I want newcomers to feel welcome. I want you or whoever you are to feel welcome. I want you to feel that you belong, that you're loved, that you are accepted. And uh, I just think that's the most wonderful thing. You know, I just think as an immigrant myself, you know, that's how I would love to feel, to be welcomed, you know, to be, to be made to feel happy uh, that, you know, that you're accepted, you are loved. And that I want to say that. And so that's why you see me doing all this kind of thing and shouting and all that sort of stuff, because I want you to feel welcomed. I just think that's, um, I kind of be your cheerleader, if you will, and uh, that I am completely on your side, whatever you want. Um, you know, good Lord, uh, I thought I would be able to say lots of other things. So what I want to say is that, you know, it's just not perfect. And last year, I got myself into a very negative kind of a place. And there was a bunch of stuff going on, and I got myself Oh, dear, oh, dear me, this is kind of sad. I got myself into a very negative, um, unhappy, selfish, where the selfish self was talking to me all the time, was all so negative and bitter, and there was a bunch of stuff going on, and I really thought I should have been promoted at my job, and I wasn't, and then I had a co-worker that died, and I was so upset about that, and I just thought, Everything was a big load of shite, the whole bloody thing, right? So um, I finally uh, went to my sponsor, and I told him all the stuff. I told him how upset I was at the promotion, how I couldn't get my head around the fact that my co-worker had passed away. Um, and, um, and, you know, and I told him that I thought my bosses were a complete, really, that they were a complete, bunch of bloody bastards they're a complete bunch of bastards and they deserve a boot in the ass and uh you know i just felt that i was going to go into the office to my the head of my uh the head of my workplace and just tell him what he where he could shove his bloody business just shove it where the sun don't shine and all that sort of stuff so i'm telling all this to my sponsor right so my sponsor looks at me <clears throat> and said to me, um, well, mister, are you done yet? Are you done speaking yet, mister? <laughs> when he said that to me, I thought, this might not go well. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of in trouble here. And uh, he looked at me and he said, well, mister, I always think about what my first sponsor told me. I always think about what my first sponsor told me. And, uh, and that was, shut the fuck up and talk to a newcomer. And I went, whoa. And he went, yes. How the hell bloody old are you anyway, for God's sakes? Aren't you bloody near retirement age? For God's sakes, you need to be working with newcomers. That's what you need to be doing. Excuse me, Mickey. Yes. You have, you have five minutes left. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it was like, you need to be bloody working with newcomers here. Your job is not to get your head around anything. Your job is to be of service. That is your job. You know, you are supposed to be of service, you know. So knock all that shit off and be of service. 
And uh, now my reaction to this was, I realized I'd just been given a proper clubbing. But my reaction was, I was ecstatic about it. And I went, yes, this is wonderful. This is why I love working with you. This is what I needed to hear. And then it was all, all my bitterness was gone. Now I don't care about that kind of thing anymore. Now I don't care about promotion. I feel sad for my coworker that died and pray for her and all that sort of stuff. But my job is to be of service. You know, that's all. You know, my job is to be of service and work this program and just do this deal, you know. And what I want to say is over the last, like, 19 years, it's been the most wonderful thing. It's just been the most wonderful thing. And now, you know, when I go about my day, you know, I take the higher power with me. I try to take the higher power with me, and it's not perfect. I muck up all the time, and it's all right. We all muck up. It's no worries. Um, but, you know, I just, like, you know, I try to live off that 10, 11, and 12, that when I'm out in the world, you know, I just try to be pleasant, smiling, and happy, and positive presence. You know, just amazing. You know, when I smile at people or I treat them nicely at the stores, just like I kind of go through my day and things are generally very nice and very sweet. And, um, you know, they used to say, you know, nice guys finish last. I'm like, you know, happy people get what the hell they want and they finish first all the time. So, um, you know, that's the whole thing. I mean, we just keep going. I just keep going. That's it. Back up on the horse. If we mess up, back up on the horse. You know, it's not the big deal. The world, we're not going to have thermonuclear destruction just because, you know, something wasn't perfect, you know? Um, Hi, oh, wow, I'm hearing various kiddos' noises. Anyway, very interesting. Sorry about that, Mickey. I, I just noticed that somebody was accidentally unmuted and I muted the person. Oh, okay, right. No worries. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. So, uh, you know, I just want to tell you guys, I love you guys very, very much indeed. And some of you have really kind of, just done so much for me and I, I really love you people. I have no hesitancy in telling you that I love you. And um, you know, uh I just love the whole business. You know, I kind of like the whole thing. Uh you know, I like my spiritual practice. I like working out. I like going running around. I like being kind of, you know, I like what the program has done for me. It's made me kind of a happy, sort of positive person that's kind of resilient. I'm kind of tough in his own way, but in a good way, you know, not, you know, um, not hard or anything like that. It's just, it's just a great thing. You know, it's a great bloody thing. I mean, if there's any newcomers out there, you know, sort of listening in and shut down kind of like the way I used to be, it's like, don't mess up. Don't mess out on this. This is, don't mess out on this. This is great stuff here. You know, it's, it's really wonderful. And I'm completely blanking now. Uh, I haven't a bloody clue what the hell to say. I just want to say thank you once again to Jack. Um, I love you guys. And, uh, you know, I wish you happiness and love. I wish you all the things I would wish for myself and even more. And uh, thank you for letting me share. Right. Okay. Um, at 9.30. Well, it's just about 9.30. Okay. Uh, there is no break at this meeting. The Los Angeles Center Group requests that you continue to contribute as we still have operating expenses, including the uh, subscription costs of this service. 
please go to donate.oalaig.org for a direct link to our PayPal account. And please specify that you're supporting the kitchen sink. This is the time for questions only. God help us. Right. There is no sharing at this meeting. If you need to share, please do so with any one of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leader are my own and not those of Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. And my opinions may seem loony, and that's just totally fine. When asking questions, you need not identify yourself. Um, And I (laughs) I would like the secretary to please call on people if desired, because I'm not seeing hands or anything like that on my little cell phone. That's that's fine, Mickey. Um, Nancy did have her hand up to ask you a question, um, so we're going to call on her first. Go ahead, Nancy. Right, Nancy. Thanks, Bill. My name is Nancy, and I am still a compulsive overeater. And, Mickey, I'm here to testify of your compassion and kindness to others, especially when we're down. Um, you talk a lot about the program. My question is, um, could you tell us a little about the program you work on a daily basis and things that you do to sustain you all these years, not to lose the weight, but to maintain it, and what you do to keep growing and learning and changing, because we have to be here, I believe, for a very long time to really get happy, joyous, and free. Oh, thank you so much. That's, that's really a wonderful question. Well, um, I, the first thing is that as soon as I – basically, the, one of the, the first thing I do in the morning – is um, I normally like to start my day uh, with uh, meditation. And I love meditation. I love that. I love meditation. Um, And during the day, generally, I like to have about two periods of 15 to 20 minutes at a go of that. And then um, sometimes then my wife and I uh, will will do a couple of readings together. And sometimes then we'll meditate together in the morning. I absolutely love that. Basically, then, you know, the goal then is during the day, um, and and this is from my AA sponsor, would talk to me about, you know, having conscious contact with the higher power. And just try to remember to check in, to check in, um, you know, during the day with the higher power. Um, Just to check in, I'll do things like gratitude lists, things like that during the day. Are we doing okay? Um, I'll stop and I'll pause if I'm, you know, anxious or concerned or anything like that. If I'm at work and something is kind of, you know, I'm not quite, you know, mellow, I'll take a little break, go to the bathroom, say some, say a little prayer, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, and I'll just keep doing that. And then my interactions with others, um, I generally want to keep those as positive as possible. So for me, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm, first of all, if I'm cranky or upset, <laughs> it doesn't look good on me. No one believes I'm cranky or upset. Anyway, people tend to laugh at me. So that doesn't serve me in any way, shape or form but because I'm, my body will physically break down uh, if I'm like that. Um, and, and then when I come home before I go to bed, you know, I like to meditate again, and, you know, just kind of talk to the higher power. I kind of like to have something kind of rolling, you know, during the day. And sometimes there are some days where I may have to apologize a number of times, you know, but it's just kind of like keeping it going, keep that conscious contact going. 
um, all that sort of stuff. I like the program literature. Oh, I also love the phone calls. I love calling people. I love getting calls. Um, you know, I'm a nosy bugger, so I like all that stuff. And um, it's just kind of keeping it kind of pleasant and happy. Uh, but, and by keeping that ongoing thing, it just, it just seems to really help me a lot. And uh, conscious contact with the higher power. That was a very long answer for saying that. Okay, thank you. Okay, next up is Kelly B. Unmute yourself. Go ahead. Hi, Kelly, Compulsive Reader. Thank you, Mickey, so much for your share. It was really awesome. Um, I was wondering about your experience with uh, Step 6 and 7, and if you could just talk a little bit about that. Yes. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, I love these. Uh, I love those two steps. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, and, and I'm going to paraphrase it in my own way. Um, step 6, uh, the things uh, that I do, that basically the way it was explained to me from my from the AA side of things was that step six kind of like the things that I do I should not do those things and step seven the things I don't do but should do so my shortcomings the things I don't do but should do and so step six and step seven are like back to back they're two parts of this they're kind of the same deal so it's like kind of monitor watching my behavior things I do shouldn't do those things the things I don't do but I should do and that will come into um, you know that will come into my life in various ways that it'll be a very kind of a practical application so for example you know my behavior with others will generally be positive or the things I should do so in other words little things like you know if I'm in the store I'm going to be pleasant to people um, I'm going to put the cart back, you know, where it belongs. If I see trash frequently, I'll pick it up or, you know, things like that, you know, or if there's things that I don't do, but I should be doing in step seven, then, you know, I'll, I'll do that. So step six and step seven for me, the things I do not to do those things and step seven, the things I don't do, but should do. I hope that helps. Okay, next up is Kat B. Hi, Kat from Seattle. Uh, thanks for your share, Nikki. Um, you mentioned the limited partnership of 49% um, me and then 51% God. So um, I just worry all the time and then I try and let it go and then I just revisit it so often. I wish I had amnesia. Do you have any... Um, tips on that and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you. Oh, that's really, that's really a wonderful question. Well, <clears throat> the person that this originally came from um, was, you know, my uh, OA sponsors kind of grand sponsor. Um, he used to get like a business contract, an old style business contract. He would have a sponsee sign them and that, um, and that it would be that, you know, God, I make a contract with God that I um, I take the 49% and I do the work. Now, this means that, you know, God is not going to do that for me, you know. So that's going to take up a bunch of my time. And then the 51% of where, um, of where I give God the worry. 
And so then what I have to you know remember is that I don't run things. I don't run things. I don't make the policy. You know, um, what ifs or whatever, you know, this, these are things I cannot handle. So since I cannot handle them, you know, I have to find something else to occupy my time. Um, and of course, part of this is, you know, what, you know, and work in my program on a daily basis. What I found for me is that what it left me um, was to be happy, mm-hmm. you know, um, was to see when I make that deal, what do I get in return? You know, what do I get in return for that? You know, because that worry and that obsession takes up a lot of my time. So when I let that go, you know, what do I get? What's a little prezi? In other words, the, the present I get for it. And a lot of it for me came to like a lot of happiness and peace. But it's just going to be an ongoing thing. It's just we're going to get ourselves worried at times. And, um, you know, we just have to go back. You know, sometimes I have to call my sponsor and said, you know, I think I'm, you know, I'm in danger of breaking my contract and I'm just going to go back to it today. You know, it's just, just, to, just to be very patient and very loving and very merciful um, with yourself, you know, to come back to, um, to come back to being my happy, happy and joyous self. I hope that helps. Okay. Next up we have Randy. Randy, compulsive overeater. Nikki, thank you so much. Hey, question that I have, you talked about working with newcomers. Since you've been around for quite a while, how do you talk to newcomers in their language so that they don't run screaming from the room when they ask you, well, what do you do for your recovery? I hope that makes sense. It really does. That's thank you. That's an absolutely wonderful question. Um, first of all, if I see them at a meeting or you know something like that in the program, um, you know I like to go and welcome them and talk to them and shake their hand and say hi and tell them my name and kind of ask how they're doing and all that sort of stuff and. Uh, it's just going to be, I'm not going to get into any big, long explanations or anything. I just want to tell them how welcome they are, um, happy, how happy I am to see them, and that, you know, if they could please come back, it would be wonderful. Uh, I'd love to see them and everything like that. I'll tell them not to worry, you know, not to worry about anything, that it'll seem very strange at the beginning, but that, you know, we just, we're just kind of, we're just going to learn something new and fun and wonderful. Um, it's just going to be something new and fun and wonderful. And, um, you know, I'll, if they want to call me, I'll give them my number. And, uh, you know, if they want to have a bit of a chat, that's fine. And uh, not to worry about anything. Just And I'll tell them, if I get them before the meeting, I'll just, just ask them to relax. Just relax, you know, and enjoy yourself. Just relax and you know, it's it's all going to be fine uh, and not to worry. And uh, there's no not going to be any judgment or or anything like that. And I'm not going to get into, you know, anything specific. Uh, you know, I'll also tell them that whatever you hear, if it upsets you or freaks you out, don't worry about it. You know, not to worry. It's not the end of the world. Um, you know, um, so I'll just try and keep it kind of 
kind of pleasant. And then, uh, and then if they want to talk a little bit, then I'll, I'll talk to them a little bit about it. That's all. But I, I basically, you know, yes, God, what I'm trying to say in all this, I just want to sort of provide a little identification, you know, for them, um, not to feel scared. And I want them to feel welcomed. And that's kind of like what I think about the immigrant approach, if you will, that I talk about. Uh, Mickey, you've got five more minutes. Oh, okay, great. Thanks so much. That I just want them to feel welcomed and that they're welcomed and accepted. No worries whatsoever. Hope that helps. Okay, next up we have Jeannie. Unmute and ask your question, please. Yeah, hi. I'm, a, I'm Jeannie, and I am a newcomer. I've been... I started May 6th and the program is my second time back. Uh, Mickey, I thank you so much for your gentleness. Um, I love that we don't fail out of this program that you said that because I felt like I failed out of the program the first time. Um, my question is that um, I've just been, this is so new to me um, and especially being in shelter in place and stuff. Um, I, I, um, I've been reading in the uh, big book about behaviors um, and habits um, and I just, you know, in the evenings, in the afternoons, my habits and my behaviors that I've had for the last 40 years, um, it's hard to, you know, stay away. Um, so I just wanted to see, you know, I'm trying to pray to my higher power, but, um, just want to see what you have any feedback about that. Thank you. Well, um, uh, thanks very much indeed. And, uh, you know, just like, just like uh, I would say to anyone else, I would say welcome, welcome back, um, relax. I really hope you get to enjoy this. I really hope this becomes a lovely thing for you. Don't worry about anything at this point. Um, I, don't want to, I wouldn't want you to worry about anything. Um, I think that what you're doing, it sounds like you're doing a lot of great things. It sounds fabulous to me. Uh, my only recommendation would be, I think it would be good to get a sponsor, um, you know, and you may have that already. And if not, I just think that's the most lovely thing to have. Um, there's so many wonderful girls in, in OA. And, um, and then, you know, I also, also find the Zoom meetings themselves very, very helpful. Um, it sounds like you're doing so many wonderful things, you know, like uh, the, um, you know, like you're checking in, you're, you're reading the big book. Wow, this is really all wonderful. Um, so there's no failing, you know, or if you do fail, that's all right. We just come back again. We just come back the next day. It's all right. It's just back up on the horse. No worries. The goal then would be that I would say find your way in. So find your way in. Find what works for you. And um, don't stop. You know, it's going to be lovely. You're going to love it. It's, it's lovely, right? So not to worry and just be patient and be merciful. All right? Hope that helps. Thanks very much. Okay. Um, I don't see any other hands right now. So I'm going to ask a question, Mickey. Not oh. so fast. You, you're going to have two minutes. Um, uh, you talked about you having 49% of the, the company and God having 51%. Yeah. Um, what are some of your, your tools you use when you find yourself grabbing back a few of those percentages? We've got a lot going on in the world right now. When you find mm-hmm. yourself worrying about stuff you don't control, how do you, how do you let go of those percentages so God does uh, the wording again? Yes. Uh, first of all, I probably will be a 
I'll be on I'll be, I'll be on the phone with my sponsor and I'll be telling him, you know, here I go again, here I go again, trying to run the show again. Um, I'll be doing that uh, probably, and I'll admit that I'm going back to the contract. Um, the next thing is I'll I'll say to myself, you know, um, where where are you go where are you going to get from this? You're not going to get anything out of this. You know, I'm running the show again. I'm just running the show again. I just have to be about my own, about my business. You know, I just have to be about my own business and not anyone else's. And all of this stuff is very interesting, but I have to focus on, you know, making the world, you know, for me, a nice, nicer, better place. Um, Because I don't have the luxury of, you know, of a lot of resentment or anything like that. It just, it won't help me. It won't serve me. It just messes me up. So um, it'll be, a, you know, calling in my sponsor. I'll probably do a bunch of calls. I may do some writing about it. And uh, I'll also just, you know, remember to check with the higher power. Um, this old AA man has passed on many years. I would talk about, you know, there I go again. There I go again with selfish self. Sorry, God. You know, would you help me? Would you be with me? Would you, you know, would you help me out here? And uh, just to be, you know, forgiving and, and loving and merciful again. And uh, it's just not perfect. And just doing, using the tools. Good Lord, that was what I was getting to. The oh, Mickey, that's right, time. We're done? Yes. That's it. That's fantastic. That is great. I am done. And thank you very much indeed for letting me be of service.